Welcome to the Honesty Club podcast. I'm Kelly. And I'm Sarah Joy. We've been friends for over a decade. And at this point, we've talked about everything. Each week, we'll take a hot topic and give our honest takes. And even better, we're inviting you to be a part of the conversation by submitting your stories and thoughts. Laugh a little, learn a little, and even feel free to disagree. You're invited to join the Honesty Club. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Honesty Club. Happy Thursday. Best day of the week. Yes, it is. Rock and rolling. We are just feeling alive. We've been so alive. spending some time outside. The sun's out. It's great. Our favorite thing, you already know. Yeah. You're looking tan. Thank you. So, wow, it's probably because I'm wearing white right now. That does always help, but it I, does. you've been out in the sun probably. I have. You've yeah. been gardening and stuff, yep. right? Took the cruise and then have been oh, gardening. Oh, yeah, that too. I've been doing some little outside projects and yeah, yeah, enjoying my life. Yeah. Yesterday, the sun was out. I, I put a towel on the grass mm-hmm. and I just laid there. Ooh. It was so nice. Nice. I'm in my summer era. <laughs> yeah. Uh, trees around your house. Mm-hmm. Are they done with, like, the uh, shedding? I don't think so. Mm. Because, when, was it, like, two weeks ago or a week ago, they did a new drop. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and my car is now so dirty. And then, on top of it, I think something pooped on it. And then, on top of that, pollen has started to happen. Wow. So, our car is going to be yellow soon, probably. Wait, so you have oak trees by you, too? Yeah, I I think oaks uh do all their pollen in March. Then that must be what it is. So you must have, but I don't feel like you have an oak. Maybe it might be our neighbors, does. and his yeah. is like right over my car, yeah. and so it just drops yeah. heavy. Yeah. But I'm hoping that they're this is gonna be the end of it with the leaves because it's just been it, something else. When you go through the pollen, we have oak trees. So we're going to be in the thick of it in like minutes. We're already, we already have a light pollen dust over everything. Yes. And I noticed outside, like you were getting some gold <laughs> yeah. flecks on your forehead. On I was shirt. like, yeah, I was like, Ooh, it's, a, it's happening. But when you, when it really comes down, I mean, everything is just nasty, like oh, thick yeah. pollen for, it's probably like a week and then yep. you're over. But uh, I'm just feeling it already. Like yeah. I've had a light headache for like three days. <laughs> I'm like oh, this no. is the pollen. Yeah, the craziness. I'm kind of wondering what will happen to me tomorrow from sitting outside under that tree. <sighs> yeah, I'm so sorry, but I might be fine because Get I will that say this. Pot. <laughs> yes, I used to be. Spring was hard for me because. Right. While I loved it, I had such a reaction to it. We better record so many podcasts today (laughs) (laughs) before it goes down. But what I was going to say is I've gotten a lot better. And I don't know if it's from Mm. like part one part moving here and the other part Hmm. like being consistent with my neti pot. Yeah. But it just I haven't had the struggles that I used to have. Yeah. But when I go home to my parents' house Uh and they live out in the country, uh, like I have to bring my neti pot. Like I will be sneezing up a storm. Do you know what kind of stuff they have going on out there? I do not. I okay, mean, they got well. a lot of stuff. Yeah. A lot, a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Man, when I go visit, Peter's family's out in the country too. And when I, whenever we go out there, I'm just, I just start getting that sinus headache. Like Ooh, just yeah. immediately. Yeah. I just start sneezing like yeah. over and over and over and over. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a rough life. It is. But you got, but I'm thinking better. like you probably just have to do exposure therapy because you can't yeah. live like that forever. You no. probably get used to it at a certain point. You would point. think. Did you grow up like that? Yeah, I think I've had 
allergies for a while. But all right, well, again, I'm better. Yeah. So we're just gonna yeah keep going. That's good. Keep doing the neti pot. That's amazing that you can use that neti pot, and you have a uh, ENT brother, yeah, in law. So you, I mean, he recommends it too, right? Oh yeah, he's the one that told me to do it. And I didn't really? do it for a long time, but he kept saying, like, just, you need to do it consistently. You need to do it consistently. Just doing those washes? And I would do it once, and I'd be like, it doesn't help. But, like, then I finally was like, all right, I'll do it consistently. And mm-hmm. that's when I really saw the change. I need to try it when I'm not, like, in the throes of yeah. the worst day. Well, that's what they say to do because <laughs> then when you do have something, yeah. you're already, like, helped. <laughs> clear it out okay yeah because when i've tried it i feel like maybe it's medium helped me like one time but usually when i'm like really having a rough time i can't get it through yep Mm -hmm. it's too blocked exactly sometimes (laughs) it'll take a few tries yeah or i'm just like (laughs) snorting it and spitting it and i'm like "Uh Uh this is not the vibe (laughs) it's like going in your mouth yeah yeah no i'll have days like like that too and like (laughs) (laughs) going down my throat and it's salty it's just disgusting yeah that'll happen to me too and then i'll try to do it in the morning no success and then as the day goes on and i've like blowed my nose and everything I can try again, and usually it'll go through. Hmm. Okay. I'll have to try it. I'll go boil it again, because I think you were the last person to use my neti pot. But <laughs> was, yeah. Yeah. Desperate mode. Uh, yeah. No, that's good. We had to we had to party that day, so we had to get you back on top. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. We were watching Jurassic Park or something. Probably. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Very important business to attend to mm-hmm. there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to try that again. Um I built a swing in yes. our backyard this past weekend. I was just inspired and you know what my trigger thought was. But I, I was suddenly it. like, I'm making a swing today, obviously. It was an um, amazing idea. <laughs> Peter woke me up and he's like, you know, let's go on a picnic. So that's cute. Aww. We rode our bikes, um, you know, tw- 10 minutes outside of our house or so. And then did a little breakfast picnic. He Cute. cooked he cooked eggs and filled up a thermos of coffee. So and we just sweet. hung out there for a while. That's so, nice. so that was fun. And then on the way back, I don't I honestly don't know if I saw a swing. But I was like on the way back, I was like, obviously I need a swing today in my backyard. Right. So then I was like, I gotta make a rope swing. Yes. So I knew I had um I bought this uh like Somebody was doing an estate sale like two years ago-ish. Um, it was right around the time that we were getting our house. So they were doing an estate sale. And apparently the guy was like real outdoorsman or whatever. But oh. he had this huge chest full of like camping stuff. Oh, yeah. So he had a tent. He had a Coleman stove. Also like this huge chest, which was awesome. And then like all the cookware that goes on it and like tarps and I don't even know what else it was like a ton of stuff and so I got it for like a really good deal I don't remember how much I paid for it but it was like you know not a lot but he had all of this rope in there too nice so I was like I have all this rope (laughs) and then I obviously have some wood from leftover projects so I was like let me make a little swing that's amazing so I just drilled like two holes and then did like a fisher 
fisherman's knot like up in the tree and it. so i have a little a little swing back there it's so fun yeah it's and a good time. It, her, your tree is perfectly placed for this swing it just looks like a magical <laughs> garden yeah i love it uh, <laughs> i took a some swings She's, today yeah she was really going for it <laughs> like, swinging high you got here and like within 15 seconds <laughs> yeah. of walking through the door you were on the swing exactly and then we swung for a long time and you were like you weren't like oh let me take like a tiny little swing you were like let's see how high this thing can go. well i told you to look in this hold me <laughs> that's because i knew i wanted to go hard i'm gonna go hard <laughs> I appreciate that about you. Too. I'm a I'm a swing girl. <laughs> I am too. I love swing. I, I don't know swinging. what it is. There's just so much joy with swings. Hundred percent. You and as a kid, I would swing a lot, and like we would try to go love as it. high as possible. Yes. And then you jump off. On our walking club today, I'll take you to the swings. <gasps> yes. We'll we'll duel it out. Can't. <laughs> can't wait <laughs> i can't jump anymore because i'm afraid i'll break my legs yeah yeah i wouldn't that jump, as a kid man nimble i know limber just joints of jelly i'm like how did i do that and yeah. not break a leg? also my brain wasn't fully developed have you ever broken a bone no i sprained my ankle really badly but that was it i don't even think i, I did fell that off a trampoline i think maybe one time i broke a toe or like Ooh fractured a toe yeah i hit it pretty hard and it hurt so bad and it swole it was swelling so i figure when it swells i think that's usually when you break something okay as a kid did you think like i'm gonna probably break something like i have to like that's just kind of like the kid thing like i definitely had <laughs> every kid breaks something. uh i think i wanted to yeah <laughs> i like wanted the cast yeah exactly and the crutches oh yeah for sure did you ever like pretend with crutches? Yes, I was gonna <laughs> say. Why were we fixated on the injuries? <laughs> I was about to say it because my sister, she had had something wrong with yeah. her knee or her foot. I can't remember, mm -hmm. and she had crutches, and I was like playing on her crutches. Did we want like attention? Probably. Or, like, yeah. I think that was my reasoning. But, like some mystique injury. <laughs> yeah, like if I had a cast, Ooh, people would, would be like, really "Oh no, are you yeah. okay?" <laughs> And I, if I had crutches, I would just really complete the outfit. I'd rule the day. Yes. <laughs> Why? Everything I needed. Yeah. And I could get signatures on my cast. Yeah. Get out of school, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Just so many things could happen if you have an injury. Yes. I think whenever I sprained really, my ankle. It was I very was, romanticized. Oh, yeah. I was milking that limp at school. <laughs> I wanted people to be like, what happened yeah. to you? Because I, I think yeah. we even wrapped it. Yeah. Like not, a, you know, obviously on a cast, but like a bandage type sure. thing. And I think I was like, limping. <laughs> 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 What's the worst injury you've ever gotten? Probably that. I Yeah, probably that. Oh, well, one time when I was a kid, we were at some tent event. <laughs> tent event. <laughs> <laughs> it's relevant. Was it intense? Yeah, like tents were everywhere. What is, was it intense? I was trying to make a pun. <laughs> Well, it, it's about to be. Okay. So, you know, tents are like held down with these stakes, uh -huh. right? Well, the stake was kind of like out a little bit. And so I was like jumping over the stake or something. And oh. I like ripped my uh -uh. little foot part right here. Ripped your foot part? <laughs> no. And it was like kind of open and uh -uh. gush, gush, gush. I don't know. Uh -uh. So. I don't know if that was the worst. I'm squirming in my seat. I vividly remember it. Ouch. I was like, I think we left the tent event. <laughs> <laughs> tent event. Okay, so 
this was not my worst injury, but just like, and how it happened. I remember sliding down a tree, you know, just as a kid. Just, oh, okay. I climbed up it and then I was, I was closer to the ground. So I started sliding down and there was a branch sticking out and it just like, it like went up my shin. <laughs> it wasn't super bad, but it was like a pretty gnarly, like, like into your skin. Yes. Oh. And like, yeah, shaved it. No. <laughs> No, that was pretty oh rough. Oh my gosh. Okay, uh, this is not my story, but that wasn't like my worst injury. I don't know. Oh, what was your no. worst one? That I mean, seems pretty bad. It was painful and stuff. It wasn't like I can think of a couple that were just like I don't know. One time at work, this was probably like my worst one. I guess. I mean, I've I've lived a pretty well preserved life. Yeah. I was walking into the office at work. I was like checking the CO2 levels outside and then I was like on the phone with the supplier. So the supplier's on hold and I'm like coming back in to like grab the phone and like tell them what our CO2 level's at to see like mm-hmm. if we needed another delivery. Meanwhile, two guys are in the background like trying to get this big box of gloves and they had like put it so far like oh, on no. the ceiling. It was like a it was like a 30 pound box of gloves. So they are like like I'm trying to remember if they were holding like a stick and like one of them was poking it with the stick, you know, to kind of like ease it it back. And the other one was like ready to catch it. I'm I think that's what was going on. And so I'm like walking by and like it falls, they miss it and it clocks me like (gasps) in the neck slash head. (laughs) And I was like on the phone. So I was like, we need to deliver <laughs> CO2. <laughs> Did you fall to the ground? I It just hit me and I kind of slumped over on the desk. Ooh. So uh, it was not covered by a workers comp, unfortunately. Oh my gosh. Because I don't know. I think. Did you have a sore neck after that? Oh yeah. I had to go to like therapy. Oh my god. Well, goodness. I went to the chiropractor for like a year, but. <laughs> for that injury? Yeah, it was holy moly. Mm-hmm. They got but you good. They did, but like you know, like it was a, a little expensive the first time I went, but somehow, just like I met my insurance deductible like really quickly. Nice. And then every time I went to the chiropractor, they would do like the stem treatment where they like kind of like shock your muscles. Uh-oh. So do the stem treatment. I get a thirty minute massage and an wow. adjustment, and it was like eight dollars. What I was living. Heck yeah, I'd be going. It was great, but that years. injury happened to me on Cinco de Mayo, so I just remember that. Wow, Cinco de Mayo was what my neck day. injury. <laughs> yeah, it was rowdy. Well, easy to remember. Yeah. Do you have a worse injury to tell me about? No, the only one other one I can think of is I was jumping on this trampoline, and it wasn't like. You know how there's the... Oh, I have one, too. (laughs) Sorry, you just triggered that for me. Okay, you know how they have, like, the big trampolines that are high off the ground? Yeah. But then they have, like, a slightly lower one. Okay. So this is a slightly lower one. I don't know. I was doing some type of twist, turn, like, jump. Of course. And, like, I flew off. Okay. And that's when I hurt my ankle. Okay. And so they weren't sure, like, at first of all, ooh, is it broken or fractured or something? Turns out it was just heavily sprained. Okay. But that was about it. That was as close as I got to breaking something. Yeah. <laughs> I jumped off my trampoline in my backyard. It was a normal size one. Okay. And I jumped off. We didn't have the nets or anything because we were just living. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> I jumped, but I did not clear the trampoline. 
and I smashed my <gasps> tailbone on the side of it so bad Ow. that I thought there was going to be blood. <laughs> you know, oh just, my gosh. But it hurt so bad. I was like stunned and like paralyzed for like, you know, you know, it couldn't just move yep. for a few. Yeah. I was just like in so much pain. Yes. And I feel like I have had tailbone issues since then, <gasps> but probably it's probably just because maybe I did fracture it or whatever. From what I know about tailbones now, I think maybe I did fracture it or something was off with it. And then Ugh. your body just kind of like uh, tries to protect it. And so then it throws your back off. Oh, my From gosh. like the tailbone being tucked or, you know, yeah. a weird way, a tailbone injury. And then your back just kind of like. So I'm trying to like unlearn it now. Mm. But like for my whole life, I've been sitting on just one one hip or like just you know really crazy indian style sitting (laughs) or like yeah i've I've had probably do that too you reminded me okay a few years ago my niece had a rollerblading birthday party so we went to this roller skating rink and it was just kids flying everywhere oh yeah okay and so i'm skating and i'm pretty good at skating okay so like i'm doing my thing and i'm skating but I'm dodging kids left and right. Like, yeah. they're everywhere. Oh, yeah. They're coming Well, one you. kid was coming straight at me. And I was like, oh, no. Like, I cannot dodge this kid. And so yeah. I kind of, like, did a – tried to do a turn thing. And I fell smack on my butt. Oof. And it hurt so – oh, yeah. it was so painful. Like, so I, I think the shock, like, I got up uh-huh. and I – I was like, I got to go, like, sit down or something. Uh-huh. And I was about to pass out. Like, that's how bad it I was. I just thought of another one. <laughs> These are triggering. They <laughs> are. Because you can get hit or struck, like, so hard sometimes yes. that it just, like. You have yeah. to pass out. So, I had to put my, like, head between my legs. And, and it's so embarrassing for no reason. Yes. Too. I'm like, You're oh, my gosh. Like, please don't pass out. Literally. Thankfully, I didn't. Got wiped out by a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Thanks, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was at work again. Um, I, I was younger, uh, and there was a customer at the window, and they wanted something. They wanted like a condiment. They, I think they wanted packets of like strawberry jelly, and we had already put them out because it like wasn't breakfast or something. So I was like, "Let me run to get them." So I'm like running okay. to get the jelly, which usually like obviously, oh, don't run in a in a restaurant but like you're wearing those slip resistant shoes so oh. you really are invincible most of the time <laughs> mostly so i'm running and but on the way back i slipped <gasps> and my knee knocked into one of those oh. stainless steel uh low boy refrigerators <gasps> and my knee slammed into the cooler so hard oh gosh that i nearly passed out i was <gasps> seeing stars i couldn't hear anymore <gasps> like i was feeling like i was gonna throw up was it I, going dark oh yeah things everything was going dark <sighs> yeah yikes it hurt so <laughs> bad i, I could just, not even whew, i know that tell you yeah too well yeah it was rough too well so anyway wow i don't know how we got here I do to not be know. honest. The crutch. You. And I don't even know how that started. Crutches. I don't know. <laughs> like, cannot. It's been a wild ride. Now you guys are all caught up. We've been on pretty healthy. We've just experienced some normal, you know. Yeah. Normal bangs and clangs. But exactly. That's about Ooh. it. I do have a video of that. Um, I'll have to show you later. I have a security camera footage of the <laughs> neck injury. Yes. It's great. That reminds me of this hilarious video of my sister. Oh yeah, falling out of um this pool in the backyard because like 
uh, we had like falling security. out of a pool mm-hmm. like a it was like an inflatable pool? one oh, okay. and so she was like on the edge or something <laughs> she just fell and the water came out mm-hmm. and the security camera got her oh my gosh uh, honestly i lived for security camera footage whenever somebody would do something embarrassing or fall or anything oh, or do something amazing. funny there was a funny conversation we'd be like look it up on the tapes oh yeah i like, go re-record the security tapes and Absolutely. like laugh at people falling like i have so many security falling camera videos footage. really get me oh yeah people falling them. just cracks me up me and my sister we send them to each other and we're just like Die. I'll have to show you these because people were wiping out. It's there was like this one part, uh, like right outside the back gate of the store, and everybody would eat it there when it would rain. Oh no! It's great. It's <laughs> <That's> terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Good well, times. That's all I got. D- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. For real. Well, we are talking about boundaries today. Wow. We thought this would be a fun topic. Um, and. Yeah, we're ready to talk about it. I honestly <laughs> thought we had more time. I was like, I'm going to read a whole book. Same. Before. I wanted to. You know. And I read six chapters. So. Perfect. You know, it's better than nothing. No, it was good. good what I read, but. I wanted to read the book Boundaries, actually. That's what I was reading. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I thought we owned it because, like, who doesn't own that right, book? Right, exactly. And we do not, apparently. Yeah. So. They'll have every other book. Yeah, literally. And then I tried to rent it from my library, mm-hmm. you know, like my oh, online I, library. I probably had it on hold. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on hold. I'm waiting for it. So yeah, I had it. Sorry. I still want to listen actually, to it. Actually, I don't it. think it was me because we're in two different counties. True. Yeah. I still want to listen to it. So when I get it anyway, I'll listen to it. And maybe we'll do another one. You never yeah. know. But I was listening to this podcast today that was pretty good. All right. About some boundaries and just they had a different perspective than like maybe I've heard before. Very cool. So I don't yeah. want to just be reiterating the books, but like book slash podcast. But yeah, because we can give our own take on oh, it. But absolutely. I think it's just really interesting to share what you've learned. Yes. Um, from those things, because I mean, again, these are like, you know, people who actually know what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you've ever struggled with boundaries? Like having boundaries, setting boundaries for people? I'm sure I have. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in my life right now, there's different circumstances than like, because as you grow up, mm-hmm. you know, you you have different um, versions of your life. As yeah. in like, you know, you weren't married before and now you're married. So yeah. like there's dealing with that factor and all that comes with that and like, you know, different family members. And then like, let's say you have kids, you're trying to figure out what that looks like and, you know, what your life will look like. So in, in every season, I think it's different. And so I think right now there's maybe like some scenarios that I'm trying to figure out, mm-hmm. like how to even go mm-hmm. about having boundaries, mm-hmm. um, especially if you didn't necessarily have them in place like do you just shock the system and put things you know so oh and it's interesting because you get used to your life a certain way absolutely maybe you're around let's say you're you know what i mean (laughs) i'm not trying to like paint a specific scenario that's what i'm saying (laughs) yeah but let's say you just grew up and everybody in your life didn't overstep Uh you know the job that you have they didn't overstep your parents didn't overstep yeah but then you get married and you get a new job and the bot the new boss is like constantly wanting more of you Mm -hmm. and your in-laws are different you know yeah and they feel they they are expecting more of you than you're willing to give right now you have to learn 
oh, I didn't think I had trouble setting boundaries, but like, how do I come out and like tell people no and like turn them down and, um, yeah, put distance there Yeah, because I've never had to do that before. So you have to come in and start learning that absolutely later on in life when you encounter new types of people. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of been the thing. Like, I can't remember a time where I've had to be like, okay, I'm setting these strong boundaries and maybe it was just like my personality and maybe they're kind of always is naturally for me where mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just not going to do something or I'm like gonna not deal with someone if I like don't think that they're like have appropriate boundaries in their life like right I can be kind of choosy with the people that I like I'll hang out with anybody but I might be choosy about who's like close to me or Mm -hmm. like I let in my life constantly Mm -hmm. and so I don't know but then obviously in my younger years I think I didn't really care about boundaries either because I was like excited to do and be and hang out with anybody and everybody. Like I just wanted to go, go, go like very extroverted. Now as I'm getting older, I'm almost like, am I an extrovert slash introvert? Like am I both? Because I know (laughs) sometimes I'm just like not interested in going anywhere and seeing anybody. But do you think that's just aging? (laughs) That's what I'm wondering. Like maybe. Because I do wonder. It's literally. Okay. So we gave you guys a fair warning like one, two weeks ago. I don't know. And we said, if you haven't listened or watched the Nate special, you have X amount of time (laughs) before we're going to just start talking about it. Absolutely. So on the Nate Lynn special obviously skip if you have not watched it and you don't want it to be spoiled for you but one of my favorite parts is he's talking about aging and he's like when you're like in your 20s somebody invites you to go somewhere and you're like absolutely i'm going like i'll burn my house down i am going i'm there like you know obviously i'm gonna be there and then he's like in your 30s you're like well i'll drive separate you know And then he's like, in your 40s, you're like, I'm insulted. You thought I would go to that. (laughs) He's like, absolutely not, you know. But I think like, yeah, that it must be just a part of aging because you do like to be around people. But at the same time, you're like, I'm not into all of that. Yes. And you get into your routine and you just you have you like it. And I don't know. There's just (laughs) it just cracked me up because I'm like, I do remember being in my 20s. Like, I'll burn my house down. Like, Let us do this right now. I don't care where we're going. I don't care who it's with. I don't care how long. I'm so down. Like the answer is yes, I'm going. It's like, why? And this may sound really like stupid and silly, but there was also the factor of like when I was single. Yes. The potential 100% possibility of going somewhere. The possibility was like either you're going to have the time of your life and everybody's going to see you having so much fun yeah or you're gonna meet somebody <laughs> exactly so there was just this like just infinite possibilities yes. when you were you know single and yeah. young not that i'm old but like you right. know what i'm saying it was just like for me Different. there was always that aspect of like i gotta go because what if i miss out on meeting somebody or something like mm-hmm. that now that i'm married i'm like i got my person like yes it's so much fun to stay at home <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, I got all my favorite things here. Exactly. I got my Olipops. I got my favorite coffee. I got my favorite food. Yes. Like, if somebody could just come over and we can watch a movie Absolutely. night. Absolutely. It's the best. Yes. Now, That's I still I do love and enjoy hanging out with friends. I, yes. And going to every occasionally going to, like, a party. But, like, do out. I want to go to a party with people I don't know? Not I do really. not. I do no. not. Like, I am very happy with being comfortable. <laughs> Yeah. Now, the funny thing about me is, and this is why I do know that I am an extrovert. 
if I do get placed into a situation like that, I will thrive. Yeah. I will meet people. Yeah. I will have the greatest small talk conversations. I'll have deep conversations. I can yeah. go both ways. But yeah. am I going to put myself in that intentionally? Seek Probably it out. Probably not. Like right. not like I used to. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So it's a different world as it just you grow feels up. like a lot of effort, you know? It does. And then you're just tired sometimes and you're like, I've already had things to do this week. Like I'm just staying home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah there's something to be said for keeping your youthful spirit it and is I'm, I'm wondering now you know like i think it's so easy to talk about like i don't know how to like basically our experiences with being single and being unmarried because we still got married at like what 26 and 27 mm-hmm. right yeah which is still fairly it's still young yeah you know right because there are people who are like 34 35 and still not married and they're like okay absolutely so i'm just wondering like uh i i don't know i'm just curious for some of those folks if they feel like their uh drive to go hang out with people like that yeah has toned down because of their age or if they're still feeling alive like that you know like anything is possible you know go hang out yeah you know like do they still feel more of that or are they more like us like eh, you know rather not i bet it's and a then because if that does happen with age and you're just kind of you know you kind of get more of a distaste for all the craziness mm-hmm. and anything is possible and yes let's go live it up yeah if you start getting more of your preferences mm-hmm. and you're just like you know what i don't need all that yeah then your chances of meeting somebody also lower and if they're feeling the same way they're like yeah i don't really want to i'll drive separate kind of do my own thing you don't get thrust into as many situations where you're all having to be together and no you know yeah yeah i don't know the answer to that i think it does probably still dwindle a little bit yeah because i think i I do know some older people that are single and yeah their drive has gone down (laughs) and also i think too the age group to hang out with starts to get younger. Yes. Because the singles they're animals. and the... Yeah, like they're, they're young <laughs> and they're still hanging out. While like yeah. the older group is probably not doing that as yeah. much, you know? You're like, wow, okay. Well, so we're not really talking about boundaries, but... <laughs> we're, I'm so sorry. Where were we? <laughs> uh, you were asking me... If you've never had boundaries, yeah. If you've, if you've ever had, and boundaries. then I was just talking about like, being younger and yeah, yeah, all yeah. that stuff. No, I'm, I'm back on track. <laughs> this would be a great opportunity for us to take a quick ad break to tell you about 360 cookware. Yes, I think this is a natural, natural pause in the conversation. But we just wanted to uh, take a second to tell you about them, and we have an awesome discount code to share for you guys. But um, we both use 360 cookware. They are yes. amazing. They're a brand that's made in the U.S. So all of their products are American made. And it is the top of the line kitchen Absolutely. Uh, cookware to use um, in your home. It is surgical grade stainless steel. They are wow. just so great to work with. Um, have you used your slow cooker? Once. <laughs> okay. What did you make? <laughs> I made this oats apple yes. type of breakfast thing. Okay. Yes. It was delicious. That's my go-to. Um, I loved making it in there because it like 
it was just so thoroughly cooked mm-hmm. throughout. Whereas, like, if I've done it on the stove before, and it just yeah. takes forever. Oh, and, and the then, bottom gets burnt. Yeah, and the top is and like your not apples cooked. start to get weird and like kind of shred yeah. almost. Yeah, this was like I think I could have gone a little longer, but it it did everything evenly, which yes. was very nice. Yes. So. so we both started using 360 cookware. I have been using it for probably about two years now, uh, working with them, and then Kelly just got hers. Um, like in the past month. Yeah. So she's she's breaking into it. But they have so many different things that are available on their website. They have saucepans, stockpots, saute pans, fry pans, slow cookers, cookware sets, bakeware. I mean, they have, the list goes on. They yeah. even have utensils that you can get. And it is just amazing because the way that they put the quality into their products, you can really tell. If you get anything, I always love to tell people this. If you get any of their products that have a lid that goes along with it, so like the slow cooker or one of the saucepans, uh, when you put the lid on, it kind of like the way that they engineered the lid, it seals it to where you get... um, basically like pressure cooked kind of meats and like you're saying with the apples like it just cooks them all the way through and so evenly and I've even been uh using uh the cookie sheet and a loaf pan in baking and I've just been amazed Mm -hmm. like I'll I'll bake like let's say a big batch of cookies so I need two baking sheets so one of them is the 360 cookware one and then another one is just like yeah you know a target pan and the cookies that I bake on the 360 cookware dish are completely even like they cook so well whereas the other pan like they're hotter in the back they're not in the front like it doesn't conduct the heat as evenly right so it's just amazing to get something that is uh just made so well and they all have a lifetime guarantee so if anything goes wrong with your product uh, you can definitely send it back, get a replacement. But it's great to know that when you're investing in something, you'll be able to have it for your entire life. Yes, that's amazing. Also, is dishwasher safe, which yes. is incredible if you yes. don't always want to wash your pans. 100%. <laughs> and no matter how messy of a cooker you are, all the stuff is going to come off yep. the pan. They still look amazing and like brand new. Absolutely. And shiny. Still and shiny. Amazing. So... Uh, give 360 cookware a try, especially if you are looking to um, make some thoughtful purchases mm-hmm. that will be with you in 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now. Um, check out 360 cookware and use our code honestyclub25 to get 25% off your order, which is yeah. amazing. That's awesome. So go check them out today, 360cookware.com. One other thing, though, about mm-hmm. like now compared to being younger and stuff what's cool about it is we have like you guys so i think we get spoiled because if we do want to be social and hang out we can just have you guys over or go over to your house and it's like super comfortable like we can just be in our pjs we can do nothing we can do something like we're like let's just eat dinner and watch tv yeah like and then i've got my social yes out but i'm also still in my comfort zone Mm -hmm. you know so that's helpful <laughs> yeah i'm like i hope they don't get sick of this because i love this no i love my tennis tournament exactly and I, i'm like counting down the days wednesday night we're gonna go play tennis no <laughs> yeah. it's so fun we like take turns cooking it's yeah. great or we help each other cook it's amazing yeah. but back to boundaries yeah boundaries <laughs> <laughs> let me ask oh you my this gosh. okay yeah ask me a question oh. then I, I i have something to share why do you think boundaries are important okay uh well that's, this is something I've been like that's good wondering that's good and asking myself 
you know like because i've even heard different things and i'll let you answer in a second mm-hmm. but recently i heard someone say like you know do we have too many boundaries are uh-huh. we such a boundary community that like you know we can't even just bring our friends like randomly some food because we're too worried we're gonna encroach on mm. their boundaries you know mm-hmm. and so like is there too many boundaries sure you know no i i definitely feel like sometimes people can you know what i mean have too many boundaries or have them for the wrong reasons or yeah. just i don't know they make it to where you can't have like a natural evolving friendship mm-hmm. where you right. do anything spur the moment or whatever like my um, but that might be just this season of life they're in where they're trying to establish boundaries because yeah. they have not had a boundary life. That's a good point. So now they're just trying to put up all this stuff and really stick to it. And so they're being very rigid with it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I do think boundaries though are important. They don't have to look the same for everyone, yeah. but um, yeah, they, they do have to exist. I read um, in the boundaries book last night, Um, And I don't want to get it wrong, but it was a story about a guy and he was like, I am always there for my family. I do so much for them Mm -hmm. and I do it out of love. But like serving out of love shouldn't make you feel so like depressed or um, Mm. he was just feeling like very empty, very depressed and very like underappreciated and all this stuff. And he's like, you're telling me that like, uh, serving people out of love and like giving is like the most fulfilling thing, but I feel mm-hmm. so used yeah. by it. And I feel like, you know, it's like thankless and all this stuff. Yeah. He's like, how do you, you're saying that there's so much joy in giving, mm-hmm. but I don't feel that way. And he, so he counseled him and he was like, you're actually, it seems like you are doing things and serving people because it's fear-based mm-hmm. and you're wanting love from them or you're wanting yeah. respect from them or you're wanting absolutely um, acceptance by them and that's why you're doing all this stuff for them but wow. it's leaving you feeling so empty yeah. in return and it's not like yeah you're doing fear-based acts of service mm-hmm. instead of love and generosity based acts of service which one leaves you feeling empty and underthanked yeah and the other one leaves you feeling full right no that's which such i a thought point. was amazing i think that happens so often too just with church and like you know yep serving the lord <laughs> it's absolutely like if you're doing it to like get god points mm-hmm. like you're gonna feel you're gonna probably get burnt out uh yeah and then For you're sure. gonna feel like really empty and like just i don't know like uh disillusioned mm-hmm. with why did i do that much yep whereas if you're secure in your relationship especially your relationship with god and you're like Mm -hmm. there's nothing standing you know in my way from being loved and accepted by god i don't have to do all this stuff for him but i want to then that changes things i'm getting the burps again i'm sorry (laughs) this always happens to me (laughs) oh man it's the iced coffee and then i'm like starting to go for it and then i'm like oh here come the burps (laughs) um but i thought it was really uh interesting he went through and listed like different levels of boundaries that people people have the very first boundary that people have is skin so it's like a representation that your body is your own like you are autonomous in what you like and dislike Mm -hmm. and so that is the first boundary that people should know is that they are their own person like because your boundary starts with your skin like Mm. everything inside my body is me Mm -hmm. whereas so he was giving the example that 
oftentimes people who are physically or sexually abused, yeah. they have trouble setting boundaries in life wow. because they've had they they've had that uh, violated from them wow. that they don't even believe that their body is their own property. Wow. Because it, yeah. that boundary was violated with them. Yeah. Which was, yeah, very eye opening. And then uh, geographical distance, obviously, is another one. Emotional distance is another one. So, um, yeah, there are a bunch of different types of boundaries that you can have. You can always have um, respect is another boundary. Mm -hmm. So it's just like kind of giving you examples of the types of things that you can set boundaries with. And like defining your boundaries. Yes. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I think to like I so I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about mm-hmm. boundaries and for me I have been asking the question like okay biblically what do right. boundaries look like is that a biblical thing because you hear back and forth like okay in the Christian world even they'll say you know set boundaries right but then on top of that you hear well lay down your life yeah. sacrifice yeah. Like, so it's like, how do those two things go together? <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like, is it even right to have boundaries? And so they were talking about how actually, mm-hmm. like, the whole world is set on boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, everything Jesus did, everything mm-hmm. God created has boundaries. Like, the mm-hmm. ocean has a boundary. Yes. It exactly. can't cross that line. And even, like, with... Day and night have boundaries. Yeah, day and night. Even with the garden, like, he told them, don't touch this this tree tree and that was a boundary for them Mm -hmm. and so then she was talking about and i'll i'll tell the podcast too if um anybody's interested but um she was talking about how so then she started to ask her herself this question of like okay but you know jesus gave up his life Mm -hmm. but she was like but not without boundaries because he didn't die so that you could still do like all these crazy sins and everything would be fine like he didn't do it to excuse the sins he did it to cover the sins right and so what she was saying with boundaries is like you don't have boundaries to um let someone keep doing their terrible things yeah you have boundaries so that those things cannot happen to you yeah and because it's so easy to just be like well i'm loving them yeah (laughs) and i'm going to continue to love them but and you're not putting boundaries on them you're putting them on yourself. Right. You say, I have these boundaries. Right. Which no one can cross. I'm, right. Because you can't make someone else have their own boundaries. Mm-hmm. But if they're doing something that is not good and it's not good for you, then you have to have those boundaries so that those things can't continue to happen. And yeah. she was even talking about how like um, healthy and unhealthy they cannot coexist. They want the same mm. thing. They both want to take over. Yeah. You know, and so, like, if you are the healthy one and someone is yeah. the unhealthy one, like, which one's going to win? Right. <laughs> like, the unhealthy wants to win. Yeah. Because an unhealthy person has never met a boundary that they like. Right. And so, you have to have these things in order to protect your own self, yeah. even your heart, even like if those things are unhealthy for you to be around Mm -hmm. you know then you have to make those boundaries for yourself Mm -hmm. and so i just thought those were good perspectives because it can get complicated sometimes yeah for in my you know brain sometimes that like boundaries but how do you do it and still be loving or still have a relationship or whatever it may look like yeah yeah no that's really good and totally uh 
it's yeah it's all about like healthy healthy boundaries basically you're not and the the reason for your boundaries it's like again the reason why you serve people the reason why you love people and the reason why you would lay down your life quote unquote is a love-based thing but not a fear-based thing yeah so you're not doing this to earn um love or earn acceptance or earn forgiveness or earn uh esteem from Mm -hmm. others because if you have any of those things then it is an overuse or an abuse yeah of love and um i'm i'll try to find the part in the book that kind of outlines it so i'm not just like you know recalling it all from memory but it's like when you're secure you feel uh uh, I'm going to, I'm going to forget it, but it's like, you feel loved. You mm-hmm. feel, um, I don't know. I don't want to get into it, but basically if somebody is even doing, if they're manipulating you and using like, uh, kind of violating your boundaries for their mm-hmm. own good, whether it's spiritual abuse or just, <laughs> you know, regular, you know, manipulation, yeah. uh, they will kind of, they'll make you feel like you're going to lose affection lose Mm -hmm. esteem uh and lose like family and connection yeah over not having your boundaries right so you're more willing to sacrifice things Mm -hmm. that are important to you because you're scared of these things going away yeah and so in a relationship it could look like i don't know like i'm not gonna love you anymore unless you do this i'm Mm -hmm. gonna leave you um you know i'm not gonna bring you around my friends anymore i don't know like mm-hmm. you're withholding yeah. all these things from them if unless they do what you want them to do yep and in like spiritual abuse it's like well mm-hmm. you know you're gonna get kicked out of this church none of us will talk to you anymore yep um you're not gonna be Loved this by is God. not god's will mm-hmm. for you and you're disobeying god yep if you don't do this for me so that's super serious and so each person has their autonomy mm-hmm. and each person has you know, like their own set of boundaries that they need to be able to establish. Yeah. And I think, uh, so the book kind of like, it weaves in different things because they're definitely talking, you know, as counselors and therapists from like a variety of different uh, standpoints. And they did write this. I'm like, what series, like at what time did they write this book versus the mothering book that I was also reading? Yeah. (laughs) Because they are kind of going into that. Okay. Um, But I thought it was really cool. They were saying like one of the most important things is for a child to learn that it's okay to say no and to disagree. So mm-hmm. they should be able to say things like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, I don't like that. Stop that. Mm. Um, and being able to say all of those things without like uh, being punished yeah. for it. Because that is a developmental process that wow. helps you being a- be able to be healthy with establishing boundaries so not even being able to express your no or your distaste for something or like don't touch me there or like no I don't like that right or I don't want to eat that even yeah is part of the developmental experience of setting boundaries wow so if you were never allowed to not do something (laughs) as a kid uh that's actually yeah it's not good developmentally wow and you probably have trouble with boundaries now right that's super interesting. Yeah. I love that. Um, the podcast that I was listening to is called Therapy and Theology, hosted by Lisa Turkist. Turkhurst. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's... Nice. I, don't know I didn't know she did that. Yeah. And um, 
another thing that they said that I thought was a good perspective, because when I think of boundaries, I kind of am going with it with like a angry mentality, mm-hmm. which is not right. And I admit, but like you kind of think, OK, well, they're doing something wrong. So yeah. we have to set boundaries. Yeah. And like kind of mad about it. Right. Okay, <laughs> you yes. know, I see what you mean. but they were saying like you need to check your heart a little bit and not do the boundaries to punish someone but you're doing it because it's what's necessary and it's helpful Mm -hmm. instead Mm -hmm. of harmful because you know you could be like well if you don't do this like i'm not talking to you and then you're like having those type of boundaries but like just knowing how to or like going forward with it with a heart that's like i'm trying to grow and i'm trying to be healthy in these ways and it's not out of anger and it's not out of punishment but it's what needs to happen for our relationship to mm-hmm. even thrive mm-hmm. and to grow. And and they were also saying, like, any relationship that's, like, built around chaos mm-hmm. is not healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that's something to just even take a look at your relationships. And if you can point to it and you're like, well, that's a little chaotic in my life. Like, it's the one that's, like, off the shelf. It's the one that causes me the most anxiety or problems it's probably a chaotic relationship and something needs to change Mm -hmm. something needs to give wow that's yeah that's really interesting yeah um i found the part that i was saying so um basically manipulative relationships will um here's what it says these false motives and others keep us from setting boundaries so number one fear of loss fear of loss of love or abandonment Fear of others' anger, fear of loneliness, fear of losing the good me inside, guilt, payback, approval, or over-identification with others' loss. Wow. So basically, those are things that keep you from setting boundaries. Absolutely. And those are things that people can use on you to manipulate you to give up your boundaries. Yep. No, so true. So they can guilt you. They can uh, make you feel abandoned. They can, you know, push payback on you. Like, Mm -hmm. you owe me. Yeah. A lot of a lot of stuff yeah and they were also talking about like consequences which i never really thought about because like if you set a boundary and then someone crosses it Mm -hmm. but you don't do it you don't have anything that you do or change they will continue it's like a kid they'll continue to think like i can cross this boundary and there will be no problems yeah and so like there may need to be a consequence where it's like okay you know if this continues to happen maybe we aren't going to see each other as much as we did or like yes. you know i don't know what the consequences will be and i didn't finish the episode so maybe they talk about that but mm-hmm. just like that kind of response because it's so easy to get into a pattern of doing the same thing over and over mm-hmm. and thinking like okay I'm, I'm starting off successful and i'm setting these boundaries but then time goes by and you feel good about it and things have you know things are good for a little while and nothing's yeah. happened and you're like okay we well, can move the boundary marker a little bit and yeah. then they you get burned yeah you get burned again yeah and then you're like well, what do i do now yeah you know like how do i change that and also think you know there's something to having honest conversations yeah which i think a lot of people want to avoid Right. I, I mean, there are times where I want to avoid that, especially with certain people, because you're like, I don't even know. Like, they, you know that they don't know how to have an honest conversation or communicate properly. Right. And it's just going to turn into, right. like, a accusatory conversation. Yeah. And that's not what you're looking for. You're just simply looking to have an honest conversation. So then it's like, 
can I even do that? Yeah. Should I even do that? Yeah. You know? <laughs> but I think that it can be helpful in some situations. So here's what I feel like I've heard that I wouldn't say is super helpful. Mm, maybe. Okay. Tell me. And that is, I think somebody who doesn't want to be direct with what's going on or what is violating the boundary will say like, we're just doing what's best for our family right now. Explain yourself a little bit yes. more and show up, you know, show other people what your boundaries are. Yes. Like you yes. are having a hard time saying no. Like just tell us that. Yes. Because then we'll know how to, you know, yes. how to help you. No, or like seriously. Yeah. Do I invite you over for dinner or not? Like was that over? Yes. Like is that going to you have a hard time saying no or you don't I, yeah anyway, right because then you feel people. shut down exactly and like you can't have a relationship and maybe that's where the too many boundaries come in too <laughs> yeah, exactly. where it's like okay just explain what that looks like like what if i tell you i'll invite you over sometimes but if you can't come that is totally fine i'm right. just gonna extend the invitation exactly but i think people also get mad for their own lack of boundaries and not being able to set boundaries so they yes. get mad at other people instead of taking responsibility exactly and that's one of the things you have to do is take responsibility for your own lack of boundaries yes because it's not necessarily yes that person is crossing your boundaries mm-hmm but it's not necessarily their fault because they thought they could do it. Mm-hmm. They thought it was fine. They've been doing it or right. they've done it to other people. No one's ever set those boundaries. Whatever it may be, it does fall on you. They can't read your mind. Right. You know, so you do have to be upfront with people in that yes. sense or like honest and just say that. Like, I can't because, yep. you know, I I just don't feel like it. Whatever it may be. But yes. it doesn't have to be this like secretive thing no. or like because then people just think you're mad at them. Exactly. You don't make a reference that <laughs> no, way. No. But yeah, boundaries are not uh I hate you and I'm trying to keep you out of my life. Boundaries are boundaries serve like even if you think okay, just think of like a map and you've got a lot of property. So yeah. just setting up a fence doesn't say I don't want anybody here. It's just showing what's yours and yeah. what you need to take care of. So true. And the 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 boundary lines just show what is your property mm-hmm. and what you have to steward. That's good. You know, and it it's a distinguishing line of this is your problem, this is my problem. Like I should be shouldering the weight or you should be shouldering the weight on this. And it right. just helps other people see. And it helps you take better care of the things and the people that are in your life because they are in your boundary. Right. Inside your boundary. It's Absolutely. not having boundaries is keeping everybody out. It's just choosing who is on the inside and who you have the capacity to take care of mm-hmm. the best and be yeah. able to say no to things that... Um, would take away from that absolutely and people live on different levels mm-hmm. <laughs> you know than you do so mm-hmm. like you may be coming at a relationship on level 10 and they're like level three yeah and that is going to cause tension because you may be willing to go and do everything for them yeah while they are not willing to do all of those things for you and then you feel you know bad or you feel like they're not ever there for you yeah but it's just because you've been on different levels maybe they know how to set boundaries and you haven't you know you have to figure out what needs to change and what works for you because if you're going to do all those things for people you have to go with the intention like i may not get anything back yeah or else you're just doing it to receive something yes which is what you were saying earlier exactly and that is never going to find you any 
love purpose like you're always gonna feel defeated you're always gonna feel like you never yeah underappreciated it's never gonna be enough and so that's why i think even for yourself it's important for boundaries to be in place Mm -hmm. yeah it's really good um well anyway i could go uh, much more into this book but i (laughs) feel like it was it's really good so i definitely recommend it It is um it's on audiobooks too so you could listen to it but it's just called boundaries by cloud and townsend (laughs) so So funny i didn't realize that they wrote that book too yeah and the mothers and the necessary ending yeah (laughs) well necessary endings cloud wrote on his own okay but they're collabing with the other ones yeah yeah and then uh myths that they were going into myths were like um if i if i've sorry (laughs) if i set boundaries i'm being selfish Um, boundaries are a sign of disobedience or rebellion Uh, another myth is if i set boundaries i'm gonna hurt other people Mm. um that's good if i set yeah if i set boundaries i'll hurt other people if i set boundaries it means i'm angry with everybody Mm. um and so those are all ones that they go into wow or when others set boundaries it injures me um so that's really good. Yeah. And I don't want to be like <laughs> plagiarizing anything. <laughs> yeah. Go read the book yourself. I saw a quote one time. It's like people who get upset about you having a boundary are people who benefited from you not having a boundary. Absolutely. So I feel like that's a really good reminder. And even, yeah, if people are like, no, I can't come to that. Sorry. Yeah. You know, Wednesday nights are off limits. You, Your initial response could be like, oh, that's so annoying that they do that. Uh-huh. But then you could be, ask yourself, like, why am I annoyed with that? Yeah. Is it because I was getting something out of them not having a boundary? Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, and probably, yeah. <laughs> Start appreciating other people's boundaries, yeah. too, you know? Yeah. It'll be a lot less hurtful. And if you do respect them and honor their commitments and stuff, then you'll probably find that there is some leniency sometimes to be like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I know I realize that that's on Wednesday, but that's also a big deal to you. So yeah, we'll come. Absolutely. But when you're always trying to take advantage of it, then you're not going to get the the flex. No, no way. <laughs> and also, you know, if you have no boundaries set in place right now and you're like, I don't even know where to begin, like don't feel bad. Yeah. You can always start somewhere and you can always start new yeah (laughs) and so just making those small little decisions of like okay i'm gonna be honest with someone and say that i can't come because i'm feeling overwhelmed or i'm feeling tired right is really a great place to start yeah because i think sometimes what can be annoying for me kind of goes back to like what you said with um people being like right out the gate so strong like well we're just doing what's best for our family right a non-response to me is almost worse like you they'll go days without responding back to you because they cannot give you an answer because they're so paralyzed with the fear of telling you no yeah i'm like if you only knew how understanding i will be if you can do something because i'm i want people to be understanding when i can't do things right so just say that you know and don't like go someone because you're too afraid right just learn to be honest and i think that's going to be your best first step definitely honesty club man (laughs) you know and maybe we could give you some tips on like how to say no to people but it's okay to say no and i think this book does like really walk people into how to say no because i think that's one of the main things that they have to learn and honestly going back to like the childhood (laughs) piece where the kids aren't allowed to express their opinions or their nose or their distaste or hatred for something right um 
that can really, you know, set them behind. So well, that if, makes you've, sense. if you've been confident in doing that, then you're probably good. But a lot of this is learning how to tell people no. Yeah. And um, turn them down. And I'm thinking like, I, I never felt like maybe I, I don't know. I'm looking back. I'm like, I don't feel like I've had like a huge problem with setting boundaries yeah. in my life. But I feel like I am... <laughs> I feel like I used to take on more projects or do more things for people mm-hmm. because I wanted a little more recognition or okay, um, not even like recognition, but like I wanted maybe love mm-hmm. from other people. Yeah. I wanted to be like, oh, wow. Like when she does a project, she really bails us out and saves the day and you know I I kind of wanted that to be what I did so I was always like over delivering for people or like overworking for people that didn't even ask for it Mm -hmm. because I wanted you know Mm -hmm. like totally yeah I wanted more of that now I feel like I'm in the place where I'm like I don't need to do all that (laughs) yeah that's a good place to be (laughs) because you will feel underappreciated and all this stuff so now I'm like easily telling people Oh, not only, I, I don't know. I just, I'm seeing a difference in myself where I used to, I, I would have used to wanted to commit to something and be in charge of it yeah. to like help really just strong arm and like lead the charge and like really over deliver. Yep. And now I'm like, I can maybe help you out, but I'm not going to take the lead. Yeah. And I also might not come. You're you're bringing it back to me now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this that checks out for me too, especially when it came to like church stuff. Yeah. I was like, well, I can't miss out on opportunity right. or like someone asked me to do this. Like yeah. they think like there's something special exactly. there or whatever. Yeah. Now I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Like that does not you're bring like, me joy for anymore. Thinking of me, but I can't. Yeah. I'm whatever. I yeah. like am constantly turning things down and. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just because, and there are some things that I'm like, okay, I'll do it for a little bit and then like, maybe I'll quit, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm just not married to it. Like I used no. to be, and I don't want to do it as much as like I used to. No way. <laughs> and so I think that has definitely been a place where I've had to be different and set some different boundaries yes. for myself. <laughs> yeah. And every once in a while, will I still do something that I don't want to do? Yeah, absolutely. We all have to. There's yeah. a lot of peace that comes with that, too. Oh, yeah. You're just like, wow, I'm not constantly anxious about things I have to do. Yes. Because you're doing mostly the things that you want to do. And maybe that sounds selfish, but it's like, mm-hmm. there's but still no, things like, that you're doing for other people. Yeah. But it's like you finally want to do those things instead of like feeling you have to do those things. Yeah. You only have X amount of time. You do. And you yeah. only have X amount of money. And so if you can best take care of the people in your life that are uh interested to you yeah like your main friendships your family like if you're able to do a great job and like really take care of them and be there for them then you're doing the right thing yes you don't have to be there for everybody else's moments to overserve somebody else that you half know yeah <laughs> you know even if it's, no, it's for yeah, yeah no yeah good point well mm-hmm we really dove into that one. <laughs> we finally got there. Yeah. <laughs> but Lots of injuries along the way. Exactly. It's good. Well, All right. Well, yeah. Check out that podcast, Lisa yeah. Turkhurst. That is a mouthful of that yeah, last it really name. Is. But it's like T-E-R-K-E-U-R-S-T or there's a Y in there somewhere. T-Y-R? Let's see. K-E-U-R-S-T? It's T-E-R-K-E-U-R-S-T. 
E-U-R-S-T. There's no Y? No. There's a Y in her first name. Ah, Lisa. there we go. <laughs> Lisa. It's Lisa with a Y. Okay. Turkirst. Yep. Yeah. Oh, there you go. And then um, the book Boundaries. And they the Boundaries book, I think, was a success. And then they wrote like boundaries for kids boundaries for teens boundaries yeah, for dating up. boundaries for wives like boundaries there's a, for marriage <laughs> there's a bunch of boundaries yeah but the classic one's good okay cool well when one. i get it from my library hey. after you're done with it <laughs> i'll read yeah. it yeah it's gonna be I'll great listen to it yep yep all right guys um one last call to action for you guys is get on our email list we will not yeah. spam you but this is a great way for us to be able to uh get stories from you guys for future episodes so go over to thehonestyclub.com and there should be a little opt-in where you can put your email address and uh we'll stay in touch with you guys and if we ever have any exciting things to share with you we will do it to our email subscribers first and then to everybody else. But you will uh, be in the know and be able to submit your stories like really easily too. Um, So that's going to be great. And uh, as always, if you like this episode, share it with a friend. um, Give us us five stars. Five stars. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) And other things that we will tell you in the outro. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. See you next Thursday. Thanks for listening today. Make sure that you're following us at Honesty Club Podcast on Instagram or check out our website, thehonestyclub.com to be a part of future episodes. You can submit an idea for a topic or write in with a story for us to share. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a review or share it with a friend. See you next Thursday.